This is for Colin. Colin had, a, Colin had a good night last night, apparently, from what we're hearing. They're always good nights. Allegedly had a good night, so mm -hmm. the closer. Like Rivera himself. Has made an appearance. Okay, no, for uh, those who, if you know, you know, Colin's third close in as many months. This one being the most impressive. <laughs> By far. Ryan's actually. Three on save. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And he came back from a. He was in a big hole. Big yeah. jam on his Bases loaded. loaded with no outs. Yeah. Can't right, beat well, a man anyways, points. that's. I don't even know. No Chains Attached podcast. Thank you for joining us. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter, No Chains Pod, episode 12. Um, all right, I guess, I guess we can. We can start here. I think this is a good way to start. This happened after we recorded last week, but I watched on national television Miles Garrett try to kill another human being on a football field. Oh my god! He I tried to forget. Murder him. I forgot about that. No, that he tried to murder Mason Rudolph. Although um, Mason Rudolph played like he deserved it, he was grabbing his junk and stuff. Okay, yeah. hot, he threw four picks. I mean, hot, come on. hot take: the indefinite suspension is a little much. I think they should just suspend him for the rest of the regular season, and then if by some miracle they would have made the playoffs. He's he could have came back. He? He's appealing uh, it, yeah. but like he'll get it reduced. I think. The indefinite suspension, like of him, like permanently being gone for right now. Like he's just tone it back. Yeah. End it for the regular season. If by some miracle they make the playoffs, bring him back. But no, he tried to kill a man. Yeah, that was. Uh, he's an Aggie. That's how they I make know. him down there in Aggie. He was just trying to put the helmet back. The, on he's back. a good guy, actually. Like Miles Garrett's a good guy. Like he's a good guy. It sounds like me. Yeah, I'm a good guy. What if Miles Garrett would have just walked out there in the locker room and when I asked about it, just goes, "Guys, I'm a good guy." That would have, I would have rooted for him. What honestly, if he got a clean hit on him. He could have like, Dude, if he hit him with he the crowd, absolutely could have arguably ended his career. I won't say he was gonna kill him. No, had he hit him with that the crown of that helmet, like he could have cracked a skull. Over. Yeah. He could have. Did you? Are, are being a little dramatic. Did you see the video no, of them hitting like him, hitting the hit watermelon like the, where I it exploded? Like, yeah. I feel like getting hit by the corner, like edge of it, can do some more like yeah. penetrating damage. But and you that's get, where he got. But hit. you get like the ear pad right there, though, that kind of softens the blow a little bit. Yeah. I think I people mean, were. I'm, I'm, he's a big Miles Garrett guy. I don't know if I'm just defending an, an Aggie or what, but I thought it was a little overblown. Oh. Um, it was pretty bad. All right, th uh, this <laughs> came out today, so we talked. Touched on this yesterday because this situation was wild. So James Wiseman finally backed down to the NCAA like a coward, like the coward he is. Yes. All right, got suspended for 12 games. It came out today. Suspended for 12 games, which actually I think is generous. They did smart. I, Jeff Goodman tweeted, he was like, this is more than most people thought, and I don't know how anyone could think that 12 games wasn't fair. They Some people were saying, like, four games. I'm like, this guy openly taught at the NCAA. They're yeah. not taking their foot off the gas yeah. on this. I mean, they're making them pay, like, what, the, the fine So this whatever. is the best part. They're <laughs> making someone who works for the NCAA but does not get paid pay $11,000 to a charity that he, with money he doesn't have. The whole point of the reason, allegedly, allegedly, but the whole allegedly point of him getting matter. moved was because he doesn't have the money to move, and now he's supposed to pay eleven thousand dollars to some charity. He, he should pay it. I saw this on Twitter. Sorry, real quick. He should pay it to an organization that raises awareness for college athletes. 
He should honestly. <laughs> that would be awesome. He yeah. needs to find a family friend. <laughs> who will pay it for him yeah. as a loan? Yeah, maybe someone close, maybe just someone who coaches him, yeah. maybe, maybe Penny just Hardaway. a loan and then pay it back. Someone you met before the summer was wrapped in the year. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. So we got to do. So either either the guy who paid uh, for Chase Young or Penny Hardaway is the two people that yeah. we're we're thinking about. But yeah, that, that's wild, wild stuff. Um, anything interesting happened in the NFL this weekend? I just know New England won. That's all I cared about. No. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco taken to the wire by Arizona. That was an awful. Also, push. to see that push, how how that. Oh yeah, that was that was that bad. Was that was a bad push. That was bad. The NFL season. Dow talked uh, me into Cardinals plus ten, and then I ended up with. It the was push. a great pick until yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> Let me tell you, they're all great picks until you lose. So and Mitch Trubisky is still terrible. Um, so is Goff. That was just such a bad Sunday night game. So, Dow, all of a sudden, you and I are tied for the fourth spot in our league. Oh, oh, my team's actually, like, really good in that league. Your team's I have a very up. good 6-5 and five team. My team started 5-0. and oh. I am 1-5 in, in my last six, That's and tough. the wheels are off. That's tough. Mahomes and Kyler Murray both have a bye this week. Did not foresee that coming. Um, I w- I, I, I'm on record saying this to... I think I said it maybe to AJ and Mikey, a couple of other guys that are in, in, in our group, but and other people. I wasn't so much worried about winning the title. I already knew I was going to win the title. I was worried about going undefeated. Wow. And then Saquon gets hurt. Mahomes gets hurt. Cooper Cup apparently can't play wide receiver anymore. Neither can uh, Adam Thielen, and my team just falls apart. So I mean, NFL, classic overconfidence yeah. on your fantasy. Yeah, team. NFL. I mean, in so many injuries can happen. You just never know. Yeah. So. You want, you want to hear my lineup for this week? It's not good. <laughs> Jacob, Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Could be worse. Saquon Barkley, who has done nothing. Yeah. Joe Mixon. Cooper Cup, who also can't – he cannot play anymore. This sounds terrible. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Wow. Not great. Uh, what is this? Jacob Hollister. Yeah, he's, uh, you're Hollister. a big Jacob hey, Hollister guy. Hey. Is he going to get me some points this Dude, weekend? he's a touchdown machine right okay. now, man. He's pretty good. And he's going against Philly. They give up some touchdowns yeah. to tight ends. Um, who is this guy? Brian Hill. Am I really starting him? Brian Hill, running back for Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Jags defense and Greg Leg. Who Greg Leg is arguably my most consistent best player on my team. Yeah, that that's a that's a tough scene. It's not good. Just read off there. Um, all right. So last week in in college football, can we start off with this? Can we start with this? Texas is not back. Like, at all. Is Ellinger a senior? He might be. No, he's a junior. junior. Like, no. get off your phone. I'm looking at lines. I'm junior. I mean, wait, wait, you want to check my history here? No, I believe you. I'm just saying, like, we... I want some... Garrett really wants to go in on Texas, and I, I feel like no one bad. else is, like, about going in on Texas right now. What's their record? 7-5? and five? No, they're 6-4. 7-5. Seven seven they're 6-4. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're 6-4. And they could be, like, 5-4 and four right now, or 4-6 four and six They're right probably going to go... I think they'll beat Baylor this weekend, actually. Baylor, big letdown game after blowing that lead. This is I can't stop watching this this video here. Let's see if I can get this up. This is bad radio. <laughs> Think about how bad Georgia must be to lose to them. Yeah, they suck. 
Remember all the SEC sympathizers saying Georgia wasn't trying? I know. You didn't want to know who that is. (laughs) He thinks no SEC school tries in the Sugar Bowl if they're not in the playoff. Colin, you know the joy you get when Michigan, like the the humorous joy you get when Michigan's just just screwing up. Yeah. That is what I get with Texas. I I don't, hey, I I hear you. I mean, no albeit, I think I'm a lot more fair to Michigan than you are to Texas. Texas is so <laughs> but, bad. They're I mean, the yeah, it's a rough season for Texas. <laughs> they right suck. Their, their defense is just so bad. They're fifth worst. We think our pa- Dad, we think Penn State's passing defense is bad. Texas is fifth worst in the country. Wow. That's not good. Yeah, that's bad. That's that really is bad. really bad. That's not good. I think, I, you know, segueing off from Texas here, but back still in the Big 12, I think they're completely out of it. The Big 12 is out of it. You guys are nuts. Let no. me explain to you why. I agree. For them to not have, if Oklahoma would have jumped Penn State, I would have been like, okay, maybe they have a chance. To leave Penn State ahead That's of them. That's a good point, actually. Need, to leave Penn State ahead yeah. of them. like, Which is correct to do. Probably. I, like, I, I think, think it's correct. Probably, but like to leave Penn State ahead of them, what they would need to happen is, first off, they probably would want Ohio State to win out, right? Because you wouldn't want to risk two Big Ten teams getting in. So they would want Ohio State to win out. Then they would need both Oregon and Utah to lose at some point in the next two weeks when neither of them play any good teams. And they would need LSU to beat Georgia, which I'm not convinced is going to happen. All right. Yeah. I just can't see. There's no way. I don't think there's any way they get in over the Pac-12 champ. And I don't think there's any way they get in over a one-loss Ohio State that lost to Penn State. Here, yeah. so let, let's let's run down the top ten real quick. It's LSU, and and call it out if you have any disagreements with the top ten. Okay. Okay. LSU, Ohio State, followed by Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Utah, Penn State, Oklahoma, then Minnesota. I, I think it was perfect having Minnesota at ten. Like I think that was extremely fair. Mm-hmm. Minnesota went on the road. I still think Minnesota is good. I could see Minnesota beating like Florida. I think honest, Minnesota yeah. is the same exact team as Indiana. I think Minnesota is better than Indiana. I think they're I better. Think... Than... I, they went to Iowa, and we know, we know. Well, did you guys watch the no. game? Yes. You. Yeah, they I were going to tie the game up if yes. PJ Fleck doesn't run on the field. Yeah. No, that's not how it worked. Well, they no, also had no, that was it was a dead ball post post play penalty, so they would not have gotten the ball. Back. And that was cl- and that they was cl- offset them. and that was no and that was clarified. Pat Forty was like freaking out, and then it was clarified by him. Adam uh, Rittenberg said the same thing. They're all uh, like that play ended up not made. They would not have gotten so, the ball back. So then why didn't they get the first down on the they, play they, then? They did not. It was they a fourth down play. They, they did not get the ball. Yeah, back. Yeah, but I thought they uh, there was a defensive penalty, correct? Uh, I don't believe so. Because I, I thought there whatever, was a defensive penalty for happened, Him running out on the field had absolutely zero effect on the outcome. They were not getting the ball back. I don't. I don't believe it was a defensive penalty. Also, another and, bad, and if it was, it might have been dead ball. Another bad beat in that game when that Minnesota oh, the kicker missed, missed the extra point. The line was three, and that would that would have made it 23-20. Yeah, yeah Minnesota. The extra point. So the Hawkeyes covered at home. They did. Um, Georgia and Auburn. The the Bo Nix experience lives on. He Auburn is probably they're nine and one or ten and zero right now. If they have Sean Clifford at quarterback, hot take. They probably are. They, they beat would, Florida they, and they beat Georgia and they might beat LSU if they have anybody that can play. The safest bet was after Tua went down on FanDuel, the like games of the year lines had Alabama's a one point underdog to Auburn. That's the, the safest bet I've of the year. In my life. That's the same, and it, it's still only like minus one Alabama. Like that's the safest bet of the year. 
There is. I see. I see zero chance Auburn wins that game. It's gonna be a good What is the Ohio State Michigan line right now? I saw it open. Okay, it's eleven. I saw it. It must have been a typo. It opened in Michigan minus four and a half at the beginning of the year. No, no, no. Yeah, there was someone said Michigan minus three as of yesterday. No, that was that was a no. Ohio State's minus eleven. I'm gonna say I honestly think Ohio State should be number one. The more I think about it. I mean, yeah. watching them play, I think they've been the most complete team in the country. And, I mean, LSU's resume is better than theirs. But the way Ohio State has just looked thoroughly dominant and against every single team they played. And that LSU win over Texas, I mean, I will say going into Texas at night, it, it wasn't I, – I don't want to say it was an easy win. It's not but a very good win. It's not – It's yeah. not a very good it's – like it's, it's like going to – I don't know. It, Go, it doesn't have near the the, the loss. It's going on the road and winning at Mississippi State. That's about the equivalent to it. That's about mm, it. I, Mississippi State's a lot worse than at least Texas. I think Texas. I think I think Mississippi State and Texas would be a good football game. Mississippi State. Texas is bad. Mississippi <laughs> State. <laughs> as, a, as an SEC apologist, this isn't good. But I'm trying to find a team that uh, is like middle of the road, okay in the SEC, and there's none. It's either the top six. And they're either the rest, really good or they're really, the really bad. Six, Tennessee, Tennessee might be the, the seventh best team in their conference. Tennessee's Tennessee really bad. Kentucky Mississippi or, State's really bad. I don't disagree with – I think if Ohio I, State – I love me some John Rice Plumley. There's nothing like – he is the NCAA 99-speed quarterback. 14, NCAA 14 99-speed quarterback. I'm, just put him yeah. – or quarterback. Just put him – just take your corner, put him at quarterback, and just run him around for yeah. 300 yards. That's what he does. I, I think, well, I, and I was going to say, if Ohio State wins this weekend, I think yeah. they're – That's what, that's what they, I was going to say. I think, yeah. they'll be, I think they'll be number one if they beat uh, Penn State. And I don't think – I think if LSU's defense had looked – competent against Ole Miss, then that probably wouldn't be the case. But because their defense is so porous, to, I think it's clear that as we stand today, Ohio State and Clemson are the two best teams. I agree. Like, and that's why, I mean, well, I'm sure we'll get into it later. But that's why I think that um, th- this year reminds me a lot of the year that it came down to Alabama and, L- and Ohio State when Ohio State had that two loss because everyone just assumed Alabama was going to win out and there was, like, no controversy. Like, nobody was talking about the potential of Alabama losing. Because everyone just assumed it was going to happen. And that's yeah. kind of what everyone's doing with Ohio State this year. Like, everyone's just assuming that, like, they're going to win out and, like, mm-hmm. beat Michigan, beat Penn State. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, it brings in – I don't want to say chaos, but it brings in a debate, which I think Ohio State versus Bama will have to get in. And I think Ohio State get in over Oklahoma, maybe Oregon in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, LSU would have to win out. But I just think it's really weird. Everyone's just like, oh, well, Ohio State's going to win out. Well, that they tried doing that against Alabama two years ago. And Alabama lost to Auburn. So. so I think LSU has the best resume. I think Ohio State is the best team, followed by Clemson's re- – I mean, Clemson can just as easily win the national championship as Ohio State can. I, I think, think Clemson would be favorite now over Ohio State. I, I think it would be – Actually, they would be. That would be, would be, that would be the best be, game. Clemson would be a point-and-a-half favorite. I'm not sure. I mean, it's very disturbing that LSU is giving up 610 yards to Ole Miss. Yeah, their defense has a lot of holes in it. Uh, I mean that is it is really I mean Ole Miss ran the ball for four hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, that's not very good. Um, I have a doomsday scenario for you guys. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Sure. sure yeah. And who gets in in this situation? One loss SEC champ Georgia, one loss SEC championship game loser LSU, one loss Big Ten champ Penn State, one loss 
Big Ten or Ohio State's eleven and one. Uh, Clemson undefeated therein. OU twelve and one. Oregon twelve and one. Alabama eleven and one. I think that's easy. I think it's LSU, Georgia, Clemson, and Penn State. Now, yeah, if LSU were to beat, now if LSU were to beat Georgia, you then think I think LSU gets in over Ohio State. Yeah. If LSU loses, but actually, you know, that's actually pretty. That is where you would really come down to the <coughs> resume versus the eye test because no one, if Ohio State loses by three this weekend, anyone that wants Ohio State in is going to be able to point to three ranked wins: Cincinnati, Wisconsin, and Michigan. But not only that, they're going to say LSU's defense is putrid. If yeah. you put them in, they're going to give up a ton of yards. So, I mean, I think Ohio State from the – and LSU's resume does keep getting worse and worse with Texas. Like, them putting Texas in the top 25 last week was solely to make LSU look good, and now Texas is finally out, and they're an underdog this week. So that Texas win doesn't look very good. How do you like 6-4 and four Iowa State at 23? I actually saw something. They lost all their games by a combined 11 points. Yeah, they lost to Iowa. They lost to Baylor. Can- Baylor, they lost to um, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, they? and then I don't know who they lost. Also. Maybe like Kansas State or something. Yeah, but I, they, oh, maybe Oklahoma State. Yeah, that makes. I sense. think I think LSU would probably get in over Ohio State, but I, I mean, think so I think, I think the, if Ohio State were if that scenario were to play out, then Ohio State like thoroughly dominates Michigan. Right. I think that there there could be a real conflict. So I think that I but, think we all agree that. Oklahoma and Oregon, they're. Do you think Oklahoma or Oregon would get in over Ohio State if Ohio State's only lost? So I'm I'm just trying. Can we? So this doesn't. It it ends up being between the loser of the SEC championship game if it's LSU or Ohio State. I think so too. Because so Big Ten champ is if Penn State goes twelve and one in, Clemson in, Georgia they're twelve and one they're in. Right. Even though they have the worst loss of anybody ever to make the to make the the playoff. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, even Clemson's loss to Pitt wasn't. They were. No, I mean Ohio, was, Ohio State, State lost to Ohio State lost to Vatek. Yeah, by two touchdowns. Well, yeah, that, at least at yeah. home at night. I mean, yeah. they only South went Carolina's six and six. Go, South Carolina's going to four and eight. They just lost Appalachian State, who's not bad. But, State's good, man. Um. Anyways, anyways, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Okay, we'd say Georgia. We'd say SEC champion, twelve and one Georgia, Big Ten champion, Penn State. Yeah. It would be between, uh, and then Clemson's in. So you, I think we'd knock out Bama, knock out Oregon, knock out uh, Oklahoma, and just be between LSU and Ohio State. I, so That's brutal because both of those teams are good enough to be in, which is another reason why this should be an 18 play. So I think if Ohio State were to lose this weekend, then what they would hope for would be, I think Ohio State ultimately, like I said, I think the Big 12, I just can't see them, Oklahoma, jumping all those spots in two weeks. That'd be insane. So I think I'm not even counting them. I think Ohio State would ultimately get in over Bama for sure without Tua. I think they would have gotten in over Bama anyway, um, but for sure without Tua. I think that they'd probably get in over Oregon. Oregon would only have one ranked win. Um, so if Ohio State lost to Penn State, they would either need Penn State to lose in the Big Ten championship game mm-hmm. or um, LSU to beat Georgia or for Georgia to lose another game. Which By the way, could I, I think I definitely, would, uh, as a Penn State fan, I, I think I definitely want – to play Minnesota in the Big Ten championship game than Wisconsin. I agree. Because I, I I I think all of my thoughts that applied to the first game where I thought I was I did not think that we were gonna lose, I think they would all apply to this game now. Well I get I don't well because 
Minnesota's receivers definitely pose a bigger threat than Wisconsin's. And I think I do think Wisconsin's style of play would be easier for Penn State to defend. Mm-hmm. But I think the revenge factor and I think Wisconsin's Wisconsin's defense yeah. is definitely better, especially that front seven. They get some pretty good pressure. But I, I agree. There, I, th- I, agree. I have a lot of faith in the fact that I think that Penn State can score 40 points on Minnesota. Wisconsin's – Yeah. I don't think Cliff will ever play as bad of so. a game against that team. He won't throw it to Winfield three times. Wisconsin's front seven is actually – or Wisconsin is like fourth in the country in sacks, so they generate a lot of pressure. I mean, I would probably say I'd want to play Minnesota again, even though it's a horrible matchup for your secondary. Um, it's just hard to beat a team twice. Like, that's yeah. why I would rather play oh, – yeah. like, if I'm Ohio State, I'd rather play Minnesota in the <coughs> Big Ten Championship game than Wisconsin. Because, yeah. I, I mean – I don't think it really matters who Ohio State plays in either game. But, I mean, just – or it doesn't matter to them. Doesn't but, matter. I mean, I think you're right. I think if you're at Ohio State, you'd rather play Minnesota too. Um, so we, before we we move on to this week's games, um, there's just a really just one. I mean, I'm gonna throw A&M and Georgia in there, but uh, Baylor blew a 28 to three lead against Oklahoma. I mean, we were all uh, we were all talking, yeah. and um, and you guys were ready to give Baylor the national championship. Well, I switched on a dime. I was like, I'm rooting for Oklahoma. Well, well, I was, I was rooting for the Natty. I was saying if they do win out, they, they'd be in the playoff. Well, I was rooting for Baylor because I think that – I don't think – I mean, Oklahoma is they're, – they're not that bad. I was rooting for Matt Rule. He's I, a good guy. I, I, I like him. He's a state, state, college, state college guy, Penn State guy. I, I like – I wanted Baylor, and then you guys were – like, it was getting ugly. Like, if Baylor would have won that game like 42-10, to 10, that would have been good for no one. So I was like, oh, I guess I got to root for Oklahoma. And then Oklahoma takes the lead. I'm like, I was right in rooting for Baylor now that Oklahoma won. Because Oklahoma isn't going to lose anywhere. You think they're going to lose Oklahoma State? I don't think it's going to happen. I No, well, again, and as, like, I think the committee proved it by keeping Penn State ahead of Oklahoma that there's an extremely difficult path for them to get to the playoff, like, where they would need utter chaos. Like, we're talking, yeah. like, 2007, last week and a half of the season, like, Ohio State being ninth and ended up one. Well, so this like, is they would need that My mentality is that Penn State loses and they're 10-2, and two, and everybody else loses and they still sneak in. Because that's how much faith I have in Penn State beating Ohio State this weekend, okay? That's why I'm rooting for everybody to just implode. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, my reason being was, I thought I thought Baylor would could win out, and I think if they play Oklahoma again, I think Baylor could win. I think the line wouldn't be what was it this week eleven ten. Yeah. And Baylor, yeah, I think it'd probably be the same on a neutral field, so they'd probably value Baylor a little. Actually, I can tell you what I mean. I don't, now I don't think field. Oklahoma's path uh, to winning out is as easy as you're making it seem. I mean, playing at Oklahoma State and then. Having I mean, Baylor again. Baylor again. That's I mean, why. That's, that's why easy. I just. That's why I just wanted the undefeated teams out because to me, again, I just don't see a way for them to get in. See, I didn't consider. I don't consider Minnesota and Baylor to be real undefeated teams. I they 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 are teams to me. Like I would I would say that Wisconsin will. I would favor Wisconsin to beat Minnesota in two weeks. Yeah. And then I would I would think that if Baylor won last week. They weren't beating Oklahoma again in the Big 12 championship game. And they can definitely lose to Texas. I don't know who they played. I think they played Kansas the last week. So on Um, a neutral field, Wisconsin would be a seven-point favorite. Yeah. Against against Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, for sure. So I I want teams dead. Baylor can't be dead 
if they only have one loss. Oklahoma can be dead if they have two losses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just want so teams it'll, dead. it'll be like a three and a half point spread whenever it, Wisconsin is at. I want them. If no Ohio pulse. State played Minnesota in the Big Ten title game, it would be a 24 20, points. Absolutely, 24, yeah, they 24 yeah. point spread. That yeah, is massive. Okay, so let, let's try to let's get closer to getting to that. So next week, the second biggest game in a slate that is not good overall, which makes even less sense that Fox. The Satanists that they are, the anti-football people that they are, put no one likes Penn State and Ohio State at noon when they could have just built it up and have it be the biggest. It would have been the highest rated game of the year if they had it in primetime. Highest regulars. They could have would have been higher rated rated than LSU. With this slate, how bad this slate is this week, everybody would have been just wanting to watch this game. And maybe they'll watch it at noon as much. I don't know. I mean, having but Ohio State, like, Ohio State bringing in three, like, national programs to host their, like, game day set there. They have Fox there is live. Also, the Fox ESPN battle right now. I know. I was it like, is sweet. I was totally it is expect- so I was cool. totally expecting ESPN to go it to, is, like, somewhere dude, else. We, we can't go there. No, did you see, there. like, the Ohio State students are boycotting game day and they're all going to Fox? That's right. It is yeah, because, awesome. because there's just a whole lot of this. It is awesome. That is because, sucking motion for the mics for the people that can't see. No, True. because Fox we're going against the ESPN bias. Ohio State and Michigan blows. We're them. going against the blows SEC them. bias of ESPN. Also, so game Fox day is going to be there. Fox will have their live set there, and Big Ten Network will have their live set. And there. SEC Nation's going. Are they really? That'd be sweet. <laughs> what if Fine Ball went there? <laughs> never forget. I love when they call oh him Fine Never forget Matt Line. There'd be a civil war. Maryland to beat Penn State. Could you imagine that? If fun, yeah, fun never forget there. that. But also, if like if SEC nations like this game's so big, we got to go up there. And there was literally like battle lines drawn out. Like the SEC like He'd quarter would just like was just banished from anywhere near the stadium, <laughs> and it was just a war. Um. All right. So A and M is a fourteen point dog at Georgia. A and M can win this football game, as the local A and M expert, who is a downer on A and M for the most part. I think AM can win this football game. Um, I think it could be close. I, I, I really do. I'm not do. picking them. I'm saying. I think they could, but I don't think they will. They I, have. You saw that stat I sent you guys, right? They've increased their rushing output. Yeah, but they were but playing some bad teams when you It, does, it doesn't matter. I mean, early in the year, they weren't playing great teams, and they weren't. They couldn't run the ball. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a pretty good. <laughs> but you run for 300 yards against South Carolina's defense. Okay, South Carolina has a good. If they have anything, if they have anything, they actually do have a pretty good defense. And we were saying that earlier in the year. Can we? Yeah. Can we agree on that? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so there. I was about to say a bad thing about South Carolina's quarterback, but I can't say that. Um, but because he. Never mind, I'm not going to get into it. Just get, keep going. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it because we might have to retape the pod. It's worse than anything I've said about the Big Ten West and their camp. Just against. go. Just go. Okay. Um, Jimbo Fisher's offense are pre- offenses are predicated on being able to run the ball. Right. And if A&M can run the football, everything opens up for them offensively. Kellen Mond is able to deal. I think that they will be able to move the ball against Georgia some, and I don't think Georgia's too uh, explosive on offense. They had their um, looking at Bill Connolly's uh, SP plus stats for the or um, post game stats for the uh, Georgia Auburn game. Georgia's SEC or our second half output uh, output in that game against Auburn and their fourth quarter output 
was the worst of any team in a quarter in the SEC this year. Yeah, Georgia cannot zero. move. It was 0.0. They had no offensive output in the fourth quarter against Auburn. Georgia can't move the football at all, and that's why I think that, like, I think A&M could potentially, like, move the ball and, like, put some points up. Like, Georgia has a hard time scoring 21 on, like, anybody. Yeah. Like, anyone. They I mean, have a hard zero, time scoring zero against points. Kentucky in late in the third quarter. It was. It was not good. Yeah. So. Um, I don't think I, – I, I'm not picking A&M to win. I think it will be a good game. And I think they have the possibility of being the Auburn of college football in the last two weeks because they play – Auburn is the chaos team. They usually turn everything upside down. They can beat Georgia, and they can beat LSU. So, um, will they? they? I mean, they. I. I think. I don't. I wouldn't pick either of them, but they have the possibility of doing it. And they, okay. if they, if they even win one of those games, it turns everything upside down. I will so. say, I think that Georgia defense might bring them back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not I, saying they're. I like you said. I think. I don't think Georgia. I don't think Georgia is going to. Like you said, they struggle to score 21 against most teams. But I mean, I think. I know you said that stat about AM rushing the ball. They mm-hmm. have not gone up against a defense like Georgia. No, no. I agree. And, Completely. I mean, I, I think I think I think that uh AM will cover the what, two touchdowns. Yeah, the points, spread. yeah, fourteen. I think, I think they'll lose by like ten. It's probably close going in the fourth and 20, it's tough having to go. 24-10. I don't know who to sign. But them. Georgia's coming off a rivalry game, so Yeah. I don't know what anti Texan folks in, I think the SEC quarter, uh, headquarters is in Birmingham, scheduled A and M to play Georgia and LSU back to back on the road the last two games of the year. But those people, they're they're evil people. Uh, could say the same thing about Ohio State. Okay, but Ohio State gets to play one of their, these big games at home. Yeah, that's true. And Michigan isn't a, Michigan's not even a real rival for you guys anymore. They suck. I'm more worried about the Michigan game than any game on our schedule. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Um, all right, here we go. Well, I honestly think we should give a little love to the Indiana-Michigan game. Okay, nine and a half points. I, yeah. I think Michigan that, has not – I think it's close. They I haven't covered the last be. two years uh, against teams that they've played the week before Ohio State. No, that's a that's a legitimate yeah. – That's a legitimate for Ohio State. Ohio, Ohio State cover covered either. like three of their last 15 games the week before Michigan. Yeah. Like Ohio State does not cover the week before Michigan. Every I remember even when I was a kid, every, we'd play Illinois. And Illinois was, like, the bottom of the barrel. Like, they would win two games a year, three games. That was when they were really bad. Yeah. And, like, it'd be – the Ohio State would win, like, 13-9 or 17-10 the week before yeah. Michigan. Oh. Like, Ohio State – it doesn't matter who they play. Even the year they lost to Michigan State in 2015, Michigan State was, like, top 10 team. And they get caught losing to Michigan State. And they go and blow out Michigan. Like, they always play bad the week before. Um, that may be the best thing going for Penn State this week. So, number eight – Penn State at number two, Ohio State. Ohio State is a 19-point favorite, 18 to 19, depending on what book you're looking at. Um, That's way too high. Fun fact, the last seven games where uh, one team was favored over the other team by more than 10 points and both teams were in the top 10, the uh, the the team that's favored is 7-0, and and they are 5-2 and against the spread. The last time it happened was number six, A&M, at number one, Alabama in 2014 2016 and um and Alabama uh it was over 10 I think it was I think it was two touchdowns and Alabama won 
uh, 33-14. In a game that was closer than the was, score indicated. Was LSU Florida top 10 this year? Or was Florida just outside? No, Florida's just outside. No, Florida was, was se- Florida was 7. Because that was that, 14. That was one of the games, too. Yeah, that, that might have been one of the games, too. It did um, push. Yeah. Yeah, LSU was a... Well, uh, depending on which, they dropped to 13 and a half down. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the, so the simulated we, prediction we has... We will all be in attendance at this game, by the way. Yes. With, I think we should just clarify that. The simulated projected score has Ohio State winning 30 to 17. That is probably what's going to end up happening. Um, I don't have any argument with could, that at all. It could be worse. What's the weather like? Yeah, so thank you for asking. Do we know for sure yet? I saw a weather me. channel. My dad is saying, like, holy hell, rain. Weather channel why. and AccuWeather said it was going to be coming, showers. Right into the wheelhouse. Yeah. It was going to be showers in the morning and then light rain throughout the afternoon. So it's looking – it's it's going to be not great scoring weather. But is I'm it going to be, sure. like, I, bad? It's not going to rain. As is far. it? Are we talking Wisconsin-Ohio State? I mean, it's not going to rain as hard, but it's going to be I cold – there might there might be some wintry weather involved, okay, um, but it doesn't look, it's not, it doesn't look great. Is it going to be Ohio State Wisconsin bad? Uh, I'm it de- it depends because it. Glenn, what the hell do we have you on here for, Garrett? Well, no, you're a damn it, meteorologist. No, it, it, like, Wednesday. No, I'm I'm answering the question. It was I mean, Wisconsin. It was it was not as nearly as windy as it might be here, and it ran, it rained harder with Wisconsin game. This will be colder. And it might, there might be snow. You think and it'll for sure be colder? Pre- it's going to be barely oh, above freezing. It's going to be, cold. it is going to be miserable. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, it's my, going to be. My dad is kick off, it, right here. It's thirty-four degrees, and it's raining at noon. Thirty-four and raining is it's like about so a, much worse than like thirty and snowing. That is like as bad so, as it gets. Yeah, that's, that's as bad, bad as it, it gets. just depends on how much rain, how wet the ball gets. McElroy said he thinks that it's. Well, Fields talked about this in his press conference. He said that it's a lot better. I mean, clearly it's a, it it's easier for him. What makes it a lot easier playing in the rain and the wet conditions is not only like the hand warmers they have, obviously keep his hands really warm like when they're on the field, but on the bench they have the heated benches. Mm-hmm. So like the b- benches yeah. are all like heated. It keeps him warm. So he said it doesn't like the Wisconsin game didn't affect him that much. The Wisconsin game as far as like it was super wet and like throwing the ball conditions were – as about as bad as you can have, and I thought he played awesome. They had four drops in the first half. They like I think he ended up going yeah. something like sixteen of twenty four, but he had four. He had a receiver drop four passes. Yeah. Like he looked really good. Um, Zach and I talked about on the way here. I think it, all this comes down to is O line and D line play. Well, I was gonna say I think I think rain less affects the the quarterback. It more affects the wide receivers catching the ball. Yeah, I think yeah. No, I, I agree. And McElroy, McElroy said before he thinks it's almost advantageous. He they and yeah, he thinks like he actually liked throwing the ball more when it was wet out, but it's harder for yeah. Like this was crazy. Like Luganville like lit into him. Like McElroy said he didn't. I mind guess it. there's a reason why McElroy is calling football games. <laughs> yeah, no, McElroy's pretty good. No, but like no, the reason why is like you wear there's more people wearing gloves and it's easier to grip yeah. it that way. But yeah, there's it's really hard on the receivers. And the problem with throwing the ball is the receivers' gloves get wet. That's why they tell them to take their gloves off a lot of times when no. it's raining really bad. Um, I mean, if Penn State is going to win this game, they're going to have to rush fields, and they're going to have to do it with four. And the pass rush the last two weeks has just been non-existent. I mean, yeah. it's, well, I shouldn't say non-existent, but it's been very inconsistent. 
And that's well, it's not, been until the second half, it was pretty non-existent. Against Indiana, it was, actually, it was non-existent. It was actually non-existent in the first, especially in that first half. Um, and then the same thing against Minnesota, it was non-existent in the first half. And then about halfway through the third, they got, finally started getting some pressure. But uh, I think that it's very obvious that Penn State either has to win the turnover battle, or I think better they cannot turn the ball over. They're gonna have to. They're gonna they have to get. Happen. They're gonna have to get like a fumbled kick return, a, a muff punt. Yeah, a lot something of something to, to get there, something yeah. to get them into like a short field. It, it, they're gonna have to get some short fields. I think field positions. Any any big game you get in, Jim Trussell talked about this. It was special teams, field position, and um, turnover margin. So those are the three biggest things when you think the special teams. If Penn, if all like say Penn State gets the ball first, Ohio State defers, and Ohio State gets a three and out, and then they're getting the ball for their first drive on the fifty or their own forty-five, and they're facing mm-hmm. only 50, 60 yards, then I think it's bad, bad day for Penn State. But if they can just move the ball a little bit, um, and that's kind of the reason why I think Ohio State why I'm more confident in Ohio State is because if Penn State could consistently get first downs, like all year had they been doing that, and I thought that Ohio State, they'd constantly be flipping the field on Ohio State, and Ohio State had to go 75, 80 yards to score, then I think that'd be different. But because Penn State goes in stretches for like a, a quarter or a quarter and a half where they can't get a first down, I mean, you're looking at Ohio well, State potentially getting like three or four possessions yeah, facing obvi- super short fields. That obviously can't happen if yeah. it's going to be a game. Exactly. I mean, I think it's as simple as that. If that if that happens, how you describe, then I mean, I'll be I'll be on the road back home by two thirty. You know? So I mean, I'll just be in a bar. I think Penn State can win the game. They like, can. I hundred percent agree. I think they can win the game. And like, I mean, there's they, I can also go down to the Union Mart and get a Powerball ticket and win three hundred million dollars a night. I can't believe you're so pessimistic. You're very pessimistic, Garrett. I mean, I, I'm not. Have you I, have you watched win. this team attempt to play defense the last two weeks? One I've thing, seen, yes, I've watched this secondary commit multiple blown coverages. One thing I will say is, I like that it's strength on strength. Like Penn State's front seven is really good against the run. Ohio State leads Power Five in running the ball. However, what I will say is, outside of in group of five. Penn State's only played one team that is in the top 50 in rushing offense, and that was Minnesota, who's 44th. And Minnesota had a little bit of success running against them. They had a little bit of success. I mean, the the, the other team that um, is in the top 50 is Buffalo, a group of five team. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like I didn't really count Cincinnati when I was looking at that for Ohio State. So I'm curious to see how Ohio State's run game does. I think if Ohio State runs the ball not even as good as they did against Wisconsin, but just good against Penn State – I think there's no doubt they win. Yeah. And then in that situation, I, that would give me an enormous amount of confidence going to the playoff. Yeah. Because I think if Ohio State could run the ball so in Penn State, I think Penn they could State's going to have to make Ohio State earn every yard they get. I mean, Penn State can't allow these blown coverages where guys are just so wide. Oh, that first touchdown Penn State allowed against Indiana, I don't think I've seen a player that wide open in like Madden. That's like when you run field goal block against uh, oh, yeah, and you're against just, just like four yeah. verticals and Madden and the guys. Just that's, that's literally what what it was. Um, it's just Penn State's secondary last two weeks has given up forty nine for sixty one, seven hundred and ten yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. That's what Joe Burrow would do to us in one game. Abysmal. Except to be eight touchdowns. Well, I think it's kind of an issue, and we've been talking all year. Like 
Penn State's play this bimba dope break. They don't let up points in the red zone, but like teams have all moved the ball on them. Now they're just giving up the big plot. Well, not not only that, yeah. but when you play against Ohio State with Ohio State's receivers, when you're giving up like these little plays, the seven yard completions to Indiana, well, those guys from Indiana are going to be breaking tackles. Yeah. You saw last year Ohio State could break tackles. You saw that the last well, two drives. Yeah. So I mean, that's where I think. I mean, I think the whole bimba don't break. I. It might work. I, I mean, know. Ohio State throw. I mean, and you know, probably better than both of us. They throw to the chains a lot. They don't really attack downfield a ton. Yeah, I mean, they so. don't. They don't have a. They have guys that can. I mean, Olave's ended up being a really good deep ball threat. The the only thing that's missing through ten weeks of for this Ohio State team, it's the only little chink in the armor would be that they don't have that big play. Paris yeah. Campbell, Terry McLaurin flying, Ted Ginn flying down the field. But I mean, they didn't really have. I mean, twenty fourteen they had. That. They had like six years ago. That would do that. Devin Smith. No, not him. Oh. Anthony Gonzalez no. did oh that. No, you know who I'm talking. Dow knows exactly who I'm talking. Dane Sonsenbacher. Yeah. Sonsenbacher. He wasn't. He wasn't like a he flying. No, man. but I remember him catching out. some deep passes. Yeah, he was pretty good. He's, uh, he's from Central Catholic. Wow. Yeah. All um. Right, well. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think Penn State can stay within the number, but I. I Hard for me to – I think Cliff's going to go down as probably the best quarterback Penn State's had because he's got three years to do it. I think he's going to have every record. I think he's going to have every single record Penn State has with the I mean, offense they play. He's going to have a – He's going to have three years to do it. He's going to have a – probably he's probably going to throw he'll – probably, he'll throw two touchdowns on Saturday. He'll throw three more against Rutgers, and then he'll throw th- two more in the bowl game. He's going to have 28 t- 29 touchdowns and six intercept- eight interceptions this year, I would say. I mean, yeah, Troy Smith's Heisman here. He only threw 31 and four picks. He's gonna, yeah. Like, I mean, Cliff's going to have a good year. T- but it's – like, Yeah, I mean, like he's going to – The thing is, Cliff doesn't turn the ball over, really, except yeah. for that one game against Minnesota. He's had four he... turnovers the last two weeks. He had the three well, against Minnesota, and then he fumbled against Indiana. Yeah, well, I, th- I think that I I, I he, wouldn't he, I wouldn't say he had four the last two weeks. He had three against Minnesota. He actually played fine, given the fact that, um, given the fact that KJ wasn't out and his, the receivers cannot get open when KJ Hamler's not in the game. That's another thing that that I think we need to talk about before we wrap this up is, um, Penn State is in they have absolutely zero no percent chance of winning if KJ Hamler does not play. Oh yeah, because it was unbelievable. How I don't know how much of the Penn State Indiana game I watched, watched it all. They, I was they, laughing hysterically. I wanted Indiana to win so bad because it made this next week's game not even matter at they, all for Ohio could, State. They could not. Penn State would have lost by five touchdowns if we would have lost a game against Indiana. But no, no one could get off man coverage. Yeah, yeah. I think very. If, I think Penn State wins by like two or three touchdowns if Hamler's in the game. Yeah, the, the yeah. offense was like night, it was like night and day. Yeah, it was incredible. How it was a nice it, drive at the end though. Oh yeah, that was. A bit. If there is anything Penn State can hang their hat on, it is definitely that last drive. Uh, we talked about that for ages. I mean, <laughs> I, the thing the thing I think is most exciting about the Ohio State Penn State game this weekend is how you saw Madison and Halfley against Wisconsin really changed where they put Chase Young. They line him up at middle linebacker sometimes to rush the passer. I think you're going to see he hasn't played for two weeks. He's rested. I don't care what the coaches say. I. The analysts have been working on like scheme and like tendencies of Penn State for the last three weeks. Penn State didn't have that luxury playing Minnesota and Indiana, and I think Halfley and Madison have probably been preparing for Penn State for a while now. I'm excited to see where they line up, Young. I think that if Penn State brings in a, the tight end to try and block them, 
which I think most people think they're probably going to do to help out with Walker. I think Penn State will move, Ohio State will move him to D-tackle and then put their two best pass rushers on the outside, let them get one-on-ones there. I think they'll let him play a little bit of middle linebacker or something to let him rush the passer and still rush five or six. So I think that's – I think if if Penn State, for them to win, has to really contain what Chase Young's production is. Like if, if Chase Young plays like it is against Wisconsin, this is over. It is a wrap. I think there's a lot of things that if Ohio State does like they did against Wisconsin, the game is probably Well, better. I also think Penn State's offensive line is definitely better in pass protection than Wisconsin. Not in run, though. Definitely not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Ohio, yeah, I like mean, Ohio very, State, schematically very different. Yeah. Yeah. But Ohio State and like Wisconsin's, Ohio State has the third-ranked rushing offensive line in the country grade-wise. Wisconsin's in the top ten. Penn State's in the bottom fifty. And both running pass. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not a battle line. Yeah. Like where Ohio State and Penn State are really similar in pass pro, because I think the reason why is because Fields holds on to the ball too long and they have a bunch so of deep Clifford. routes. They just have so many deep routes that he's back there constantly. I mean, you've watched games. He gets sacked after like seven or eight seconds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's why the offensive line takes a little bit of hit um, sack-wise. But running the ball, I think Wisconsin and Ohio State's O-line are Oh, Ohio a lot State's better. O-line is definitely – well, and also something to look for in this game is if Noah Kane plays. I think that definitely helps uh, short yard run, short yard uh, situations, red zone, and just staying ahead of the chains. I mean, he doesn't get negative yards. So. If I if I was Ohio State, and I, I would almost take a similar game plan to what I did against Wisconsin, even though Penn State and Wisconsin are pretty different, is I would sell out on stopping that run first and make Clifford – have face third and longs or second or second and long third and long keep them in there single coverage i mean i'd probably just bracket kj you put okuda on kj and then you're probably going to bracket them over with fuller or whoever the nickelback is but then take your chances yeah and i mean their ball has to play a lot of zone and fryermuth will find some holes in the zone no problem they'll be able to move the ball a little because of that but if i'm ohio state i would say even my best corner best corner in america i've been against your best guy we're going to give him a little bit of help, but other than that, Cliff has to make the throw one-on-one. He completes 50% of his balls. That's what. That's how I would go about yeah. it. Because to me, he'll probably complete two or three of those. But are two or three of, the, two or three of those going to be enough to win the game? I'm not sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Colin, prediction. Uh, 30... 28 to 13. 28 13. Yeah. I think the I think that weather actually hurts Penn State offense. I think it's really different at all. We go 35-24. I think this game is going to be a battle honestly. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, Franklin always seems to do well against Ohio State. Ohio State has looked really good and Penn State secondary has looked very awful the past two weeks, but I mean, I don't know. One, it's the 35-20. One, one more thing. Five of the last six have been decided by a touchdown or less. The yeah. last three games have been decided by five total. Um, which it, And how Franklin does do a good job, for whatever reason, of matching up well against Ohio State and keeping these games good. And the one game that was not decided by a touchdown or less, Penn State was inside the Ohio State 15 to cut it to a touchdown on the road with a team that was not very good. Um, and... Had a wide open Saquon Barkley that half, unsurprisingly had no idea was there and got sacked and ended up losing by three touchdowns or four touchdowns. Um, One more thing before uh, we transition off this, 
Just let him go. Oh, I thought, I thought he was done. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't hear your pick. I was trying to give a pick, but yeah. um, it's very disturbing, the secondary. Um, Indiana was able to do whatever they wanted. So was Minnesota. I don't see why anything would be different from Ohio State. I think Penn State will score. Um, I think it's something like like 35-21, like 29-17, somewhere in that range. It's a 12-16 to 16 point win. Yeah. Um. I, I, I can, I can, I can foresee a way that Penn State goes in and just absolutely just shocks the world. I can see like it's a yeah. one in a hundred, yeah. hundred and fifty thing. A one in a hundred and fifty. That's a little much. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I'd say it's, a, I'd say it's a one. I'd say it's a one in ten. I don't even think it's. Th- this team is. Am weird. I the only? Am I overhyping Penn State right now? I, I give it. I think it's I like one in five. Ten. You guys, yeah. Have you guys watched? I think it's team? like one in five. Have you watched this team play well, defense the last two weeks? Last I mean, thing, just in, in the, Indiana did whatever they wanted to. Same with Minnesota. What like I'm like I can't stress it enough. Whatever they wanted to. Well, to be fair, this I don't think Peyton, this is necessarily a two week occurrence. Peyton Mason Ramsey went thirty one for forty one uh, for three hundred and eighty yards and four touchdowns. To Garrett's point, though, and I've kind of harped on it all year. I don't think this is. Some people have been said it's more because of the offense is bad. It's not like Penn State's been outgaining team by like two hundred yards. Like Penn State's consistently been getting outgained all year against good like Michigan, they, Iowa, Minnesota, Indiana. But they gain yards. I, I but like that. it's not like like it's not like their defense just randomly the last two weeks has started to let up yards. Well, the front seven has taken well, a significant step. They the the front seven has taken a step back, which gets which puts a lot of stress on the secondary. That's not very good. You can mask a poor secondary with a good pass rush. Right. But what Penn State just gets picked apart if there's nobody getting to the quarterback. And I've seen this movie before where you know, in twenty in twenty seventeen. I watched Koa Farmer try to get into the backfield, th- play after play after play. And he couldn't break the line of scrimmage, and JT Barrett had all day to throw. And any one of us could have picked Penn State's defense apart that night with how much time he had to throw. If so, you're if you're a Penn State fan, there's a couple things you have though that you say we can hang your hat on. And same thing LSU had going into Alabama was LSU was battle tested. LSU had played in big games. That's the thing. Penn State has had Penn the State has actually stretch. Penn State has actually played. Tough games. Now, are any game of the teams after game after game are after game. any of the now that can go both ways? They could be starting to wear down, bodies getting tired. You're seeing guys start to get hurt, but also they've played in the big moment. So now, are any yeah, of those bo- teams moment, Ohio State? Yeah, I don't, it's no. not going to be the environment, the not and the moment's too. not going to be too big. They went on the road at Iowa, which is arguably as tough. Um, they went out, they went to Minnesota in a tough environment, not as tough. Um, went and beat Minnesota. Went and beat Michigan State on the road, which they haven't done in a while. Um, beat Michigan, who since Michigan since the finest hour comment, Michigan's been really, really Michigan good. would be favored over Penn State right now. Um, on a neutral field, they'd be two and a half point favorites. Yeah, I have that, uh, like yeah, I have it right I, here. It's and I saw freaking once that put Michigan ahead of Penn State in his power rankings. That's that's BS. That's dumb. Well, he's um, the biggest pit home. He is so. horrible. Uh, it's, all the Fox guys are horrible. <laughs> it's amazing how they're all terrible. Liner picks Maryland to beat Penn State. The hell did Urban do to this guy? Uh, Joel Cl- Urban Meyer is the best guy by far on there. And it's not clear. Urban Meyer is better than anyone on game day, too. Seriously. He actually He's, talks about uh, the game. Urban, Urban's really good. Anyways, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, they've, they've been battle-tested. Their last five games have been the toughest five-game stretch in the country consistently. Just yeah, game after game after game after game. So that is a positive going in. 
other than that, I don't see a lot of positives going in. So yeah. I will say, I think Ohio State will face a little adversity this game, and I want to see. Oh, more so. This is by far the best team Ohio State's played all year. Yes. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I don't think there's a huge like I don't think Penn State would be more than an, a four point favorite over Wisconsin on a neutral field. They're, they're, Penn State they're, would be. They'd be uh, if Penn I mean, State I plays a good game. Right Wisconsin now. plays a good game. Penn State still wins by a touchdown. Like the line in that game would be. Well, I don't see Wisconsin. I don't see Wisconsin with their receivers being able to just. Like, it would literally. Push. It would literally be a pick'em. Yeah, right. I don't. That's. I, I mean, I don't. See, I don't whatever. I don't. I don't, in, I don't really care. And that that's. I'm not. Okay, I don't see. I don't see Wisconsin. Being Penn able State to is by far the best offense that they've played. That they've had to play against. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. I don't. Wisconsin Ohio State faced a little ball. bit of. Ohio State faced a little bit of adversity, of adversity against Wisconsin though. When you think of, they were only up three going into a minute left in the second in the second quarter. Fields marches down a touchdown drive to go up ten. Then they get their pump blocked. Wisconsin scores on a fluke play. Ball should have been picked off. Then it's ten seven. Then Fields answers and marches all the way back down. Now is that late they're game? They're playing a MAC level offense. Wisconsin's that offensive offense, line's really good. Their off, their quarterback play, and their and their they have no. I mean, they, they don't have the. They weapons. have one. They have they don't have no weapons. Anyways, what, this is this is a. I mean, we can get into a Wisconsin argument yeah. until the cows come home. Um, but the cows. so the, yeah, exactly. Uh, so you have a two touchdown plus win, right, mm-hmm. Colin? You have uh, what you yeah, said? Yeah, two twenty-eight, thirteen. Yeah, two possessions. Yeah. Thirty-five, twenty-four. We're, we're all 11-15 Um. So that's that. Let's uh, let's go to locks of the week. Um, we were four and zero last week, which is good. well actually four and one because I Colin had, had UCLA, and I was also big on UCLA. You, you, well, okay. Well, do you, <laughs> Someone do you said know, we should take the money. Do line. you know what happened? Yeah. UCLA, yeah. UCLA fumbled the ball three times inside of uh, Utah's ten yard line, one of which got yeah. returned for a touchdown. Yeah, that was bad. It UCLA was, kept moving into Utah territory. It was. And that's why UCLA sucks. Um, so so we're nine, we're nineteen sixteen one in the year. Colin is seven and five. You're five and three. I'm six and three. Now. No, I'm yeah, nine. you're six and three. You won. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good point. Okay. And I'm four seven and one. I have Georgia State minus ten against South Alabama. Wow. <laughs> so that's All my right. lock of the week. I actually right. did a little bit of research on this one. Okay. I came up with it like five hours ago. Well, you know, I'm gonna keep doing it until it doesn't work. I'm going Michigan State minus 20 and a half against the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. I like it. Who's at home there? Do you know? Uh, it's at Rutgers, but I mean, it's honestly, that might be a disadvantage. It's just like playing an empty stadium. There were literally three people in the stands during the third quarter of the Ohio State Rutgers game. That's bad. And you should, they should at least stay there to watch good football of one team. Um, I'm going to take Minnesota minus 14 against Northwestern. Did you know Tanner Morgan might not play? I don't care. Northwestern can't move the ball and stay high. That is true. I was, I, get, I was getting some crap for my UMass plus 41 last week from who do you think I was getting crap on that bet from? Uh, Take Johnny a little Beards tie. from Midwest. Tie. No, tie. Oh, tie. He's tie. actually pretty good at college football. Does, does Johnny Beards have another pick? Johnny Beards does have a pick this week. It's very tame. It's not his money. No, there, if there this isn't. This just wasn't betting the money lines. No. He'd be pretty damn good. He said he was tempted for SMU money line, which SMU is a four point dog against Navy, so that wasn't too exotic. Yeah. He's an exotic gambler, that's I, for sure. I think we can all yeah. flamboyant. I think is a word that he'd like to like to use on this, but he's just got pit plus four. Nothing. No do- dollar general really? parlays of the week. He didn't hit his parlay by the way last I, week. I swear um, to God, if I was a Penn Virginia? State fan, oh, they already played Virginia this year. 
Uh, they are playing a seven and three team. Oh yeah, they lost Virginia. If I was a Penn State fan, I would bet the alternate line Penn State plus ten, plus two thirty-five. Um, they're playing Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, yeah. Virginia Tech's having a surprisingly good year. They should they're be actually. They should be. Eight, they should be eight and two. They should have beaten North. They've North. actually really turned it around. Yeah. Good no, squad. Good squad. I'll actually give them credit. I wrote them off. Oh yeah, I thought Fuente was fired. I mean, they've been playing well. I mean, last let's see, last four weeks wins against. That six overtime game against North Carolina is what turned it around. Oh man! Yeah, and then the fighting they, brownies, they man. Sh- oh my God, they had it against Notre Dame, and then they beat been Wake sec. Forest by three scores. Blank Georgia Tech, forty-five nothing. Oh, all right. Well, I, I got a little somber in the second half of this, thinking that I'm just not liking what's going to happen Saturday. You gotta have hope, man. I'm, go- I, I'm I going in with very low <laughs> expectations. Very similar expectations yeah. to what I had when we won on the block field goal. So, here's my question though: If Penn State beat Ohio State, would it be a repeat of the 2015 playoff where the Big Ten champ just gets housed and everyone's like, "Well, clearly they weren't the best team in the I Big don't, Ten." I don't, I don't think that happened. I think it depends on who they play. 2015 no or 2016? 2015. You mean 2016? when Michigan State beat Ohio State, went to the playoff, lost, got killed by Alabama, and everyone was like, "Clearly they shouldn't have been in the playoff." That There's would be no so- way. Michigan's what would how what was the line in that game? Fourteen, and they played with a backup quarterback. Yeah, I know. That, and, I didn't even. I forgot to mention that. Oh, to be fair, this is like the best. This is like the best. was bad too. This is like the best Ohio State team since that team. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that team was definitely more talented, but that team like Are did, you trying you, to say the you remember the nothing loss against Clemson was a better team than that team? No, but that team had more talent on defense for sure. Their whole secondary one of the top. 15 picks. But, no, that 2015 team, they were clearly maybe one of the two or three most talented teams in Ohio State history. Yeah. Um, they had so much top in town with Bosa and Zeke and all those guys, but they, like, were pretty full. Like, I, remember, I forgot That man. year, that's, that that's year they going. legit. Yeah. That, that, now that, <laughs> that kicker going. Ohio State was <laughs> beating Indiana yeah. by, like, five that year. Ohio all State right. beat Indiana by, like, five that year. And Western Michigan was beating them in halftime. So, like, there's – that's about where the well, things lie. Well, Indiana came – I mean, Michigan State came in strong. Michigan State had one loss, but they had the but backup they, quarterback. They had Tyler they, O'Connor they played. They were struggling in other games. They were playing close. Right. The, the moral of the story is... I'm trying to wrap it up before an hour. That's why I'm yeah. playing music. Moral of the story is why I say this good. The music's coming on. It's time to exit stage left. Are we good with that? Ending this before an hour? Yes. I think that was the goal. All right. Follow us on Twitter. Like and share the podcast. Dow, A lot of hurt coming for Justin, man. He looks like Kermit the Frog, where he's he's gonna get crushed. Dow's so mad that he we didn't stick turn with that commitment. We're gonna the freaking frogs gay. He shouldn't even be allowed to play. I'm really glad Linda didn't get into this whole conspiracy theory on the podcast. He shouldn't be allowed. All right, thanks for tuning in. Again, follow us on Twitter, share the podcast, like it, listen. See ya.